How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Life Reimagined podcast. Again, I am Dr. Andrew Wright. And I am Claire McCright. And today we're going to talk about holidays and family and all of that stuff. Uh, this time of year, uh, we just passed Thanksgiving and Christmas is quickly approaching. Uh, Hanukkah is coming up soon. And so this time of year is supposedly really, really fun and, you know, jingle bells and cookies and things. But for many people, this time of year is quite stressful. So we're going to talk kind of about where that stress comes from and maybe offer a few suggestions for what it means and what to do about it. Yes. And if you're someone who has trouble getting excited about the holidays and like feels a sense of dread about having to deal with your family, that's okay. We've all probably experienced that. And it doesn't mean, you know, that your family is the only one who has issues. Um, I think I used to think that, but we've, you know, we find that nobody's family is perfect. And I believe that kind of the family you were born into has so many um, specific like soul lessons that you're meant to learn um, and kind of in the container of those people who raise you and who know you the best, really, and yeah. who accept you absolutely over everything. They always say you can't pick your family and uh, how true that is. Um, your family are, they're the ones who, you know, if you want to talk about soul lessons and stuff, they are the ones who were there when all of your original pains began, you know, like the original traumas of, you know, dropping your milk when you were six months old or whatever it was, um, that type of thing, as benign as that sounds, uh, that feeling that we get at those moments is what sticks with us for the rest of our lives. Um, and bringing awareness to those things is really, really powerful. Um, so most of the time you go home for Christmas or whichever holiday you decide to, to uh, celebrate, and um, it's really great to see everybody, but then little by little when the, the excitement of catching up wears off, um, you start to realize that your buttons are being, are exposed and are being pushed. And so you just get more and more frustrated with, um, with the people that you're around. And after you know, a week of hanging out with them, you're like, I'm ready to go home and go back to my life, right? So how does that happen? Well, we've, we've talked a lot in previous episodes about um, the importance of honoring your emotions and feeling them and healing them through that process. Uh, but the problem is that when you're a really young kid and you experience something that's too much for your, uh, your system to be able to handle, you know, and you don't know what you're allowed to feel and what you're allowed to express and how to express those things, those things tend to stick around in your physiology a little, a little stronger, a little more um, tightly. And so uh, they get kind of ingrained, especially at that age, right, between like two and seven when we're in that really developmental, you know, meaning-making machine stage of our life where somebody yells at us and it means a tremendous amount about what we are allowed to do and who we are. 
Um, mm -hmm. So those, as I said, those original pains, those original traumas are really uh, present, especially this time of year. Yeah. So um, what should we do about those things? What do you think? Well, I also wanted to say, I think sometimes there's two sides to how it plays out, whereas it can be maybe that still in that environment, you're like not fully feeling and, and maybe you're repressing. But then on the flip side, sometimes you're just feeling so much that you project it onto your family mm. and you, you lash out or you're just constantly irritable or impatient or you act towards them in a way that like no one else you would really treat that way because it's you know it's like not okay but with them it's like you know what they just make me mad i'm gonna just put this onto them and that too is you not taking responsibility for it and a lot of times that can cause you know harm and can cause just this environment of like constant like bickering and um create a lot of resentment and so yeah yeah that always surprised me like the arguments that i got in with my family yeah were always like i would never speak to people that way yeah i would never get that mad about something i would never lash out that way use that language yeah. oh my gosh i was a terror um at certain times in my life it was it was i surprised myself yeah with how, with how mean i could be yeah well and it's interesting to think about okay well that is the truth. Like that's what's really coming out of you. So there's like some truth to that. Whereas sometimes that full truth can exist when you're having to like be polite. Totally. So like to some extent, it is like releasing whatever's in there, but like it's not in the right. Well, but I think one way. thing, right, exactly. <laughs> but but I think one thing that that at those moments in my life, yeah, for example, um, that I wasn't doing was yeah. I wasn't aware of it. Yeah. Right. I wasn't, I was just living in that emotion. Yeah. I wasn't like thinking about, Oh, well, why is this so triggering to me? Why yeah. did, you know, my mom said this thing or my brother mm -hmm. did this or my dad did that. Yeah. Why does that bug me so much? Mm -hmm. Why is that digging mm -hmm. so deep and why am I responding so strongly to it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I, I think yeah. that having awareness is like the mm -hmm. first most important step. Yeah. Right? So when you start to have like mind body awareness, you start to realize that a lot of times the triggers aren't necessarily like in your mind, you have a physiological response. So like you will almost just be in that state in your body. And so it's like, how can you come back to the body and, and say, you know, I know that I don't need to, freak out about this, even though my nervous system, you know, feels so out of whack. And right. for me, I had an experience like that at Thanksgiving and I, it, it was so hard because I just wanted to leave. Like I wanted to like get in my car and like right. leave for the week. But instead I went, I went to a space where I could be alone and I did a 10 minute breath work. It was the last thing I wanted to do. I was like, this is dumb. Like, I just want to be mad, but I did it. And I really, I came back like very different. And like, my dad was like, what did you just do? Like, he just noticed. And like, I came back, not like just so furious at something my mom had said, because I was like, you know what? I know that that's kind of her stuff. She, 
she said that, but like, I don't need to take that on so much because I'm so used to doing that. Like as a kid, you just take on everything they say is like just the truth. And yeah, I think coming back to just like your body is important. I mean, that in itself, Claire, speaks like tremendously about number one, all the stuff that we've talked about in like previous episodes about yes. going and feeling and processing the emotions like mm. as they happen, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I can take a lesson from that too. Like that's mm. powerful. That's super cool. Yeah. And well, and it was like, I left at a time where it was like, why are you leaving? Like, what are you doing? You're just leaving. And I'm like, I have to leave. Like if I don't right. leave, then it's just going to like. Right. So, so not only like what we've already talked about, but also like good on you. And that's really mature of you for doing that. So that's really cool that you did that. Like that's huge. And, that's and people in your life noticed. And mm -hmm. the holiday festivities could continue without degenerating yeah. into a shouting match. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, I don't know what the situation was, but. Yeah. So that's really cool. But I think this idea of awareness, mm -hmm. right, as being the first the first step, being able to step out of that emotional mm -hmm. reactive state, mm -hmm. right? Because we get in that and, and then mm -hmm. we just kind of see red and then make decisions from that place. Yeah. And that, I it's mean, crazy. that's hurtful, that's, that's destructive. And, you know, we have to kind of take a step out of that, be like, holy cow, I am feeling real angry right now. Mm -hmm. Let me go and deal with this so then I can be... A rational human being again mm -hmm. yes yeah and I think also what helped me so I had been with my family the most like all year we had been together in October and then because my brother lives away so we don't we're not all usually together but I noticed a shift from like October to us being together in November to it being a lot more a lot healthier dynamic because I started to realize you know each person in the group has their own journey and their own stuff going on. And while I might like to think, I might want them to change. Like, I wish they were like this. Like I, I got to see that they are changing in their own ways. And like, that isn't, you know, up to me how they should or shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of was able to have this like new perspective of like stepping away and just seeing them as like a human and not just like this, like, you know, person that's so close. Sometimes it's like they're so close to you, you don't even like see them fully. You don't see them as as a human being yeah. on their own journey, learning their own lessons. Exactly. With their own challenges. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, and especially I find with my parents, it's it's really challenging because you know I have all those memories of them teaching me things and teaching mm -hmm. me what's true about the world and disciplining me when I you know, when necessary and things mm -hmm. as, a, as a kid. Um, and so then to see them with their own weaknesses and their own challenges mm -hmm. is it's, it's, it's hard mm -hmm. because, you know, they're supposed to know what's right and they're mm -hmm. supposed to be perfect and they're mm -hmm. supposed to always have the right answer and always respond in a perfect way because they're your parents and mm -hmm. they were the authority for so long. And so for me, that's, Something that is pretty frustrating a lot of times is when my when, I, when one of my parents starts to act inappropriately and then mm -hmm. I, I have to remind myself that they mm -hmm. are a human being mm -hmm. on their own journey with their own challenges. Yeah, for sure. So 
but yes. it's, it's again, going back to that awareness is mm-hmm. so important to be able to step back from your emotions and from those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And also like, I think it's important to see if you can like enter instead of entering the situation, like tense and like prepping for like just things to not be fun. Like see if you can maybe shift even your idea of them. Like maybe their past few weeks have been some transformation and now the dynamic is going to be better. Like instead of kind of like expecting, because sometimes I think of like our worst case family scenarios and I'm like, oh, that's going to happen. But like that's (laughs) that kind of, you know, my family has so much fun together. Like we love each other. We have a lot of beautiful times and adventures. And so like, I don't want to just say like, okay, this family is only about figuring out this healing work. Cause it's also just about like living. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And we're all, and it's just a strange time for the world. And so I think people start to realize, um, yeah, that your family is important. (laughs) Well, and especially, I mean, especially at the end of 2020, this has been one heck of a year. And I mean, everywhere people are trapped in their homes, uh, Mm -hmm. scared and encountering like a tremendous amount of stress. That's like not the typical holiday season. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, one thing is I go into this holiday season and going to talk to my family more and, and everything else. Um, just going to hold for myself that, you know, it's been hard on everyone. And mm-hmm. so maybe a little more grace is necessary this year because, mm-hmm. you know, if you turn the, the, the volume up on your stress, then people are going to be even a little more yeah. uh, on mm-hmm. edge and maybe say some things that are a little more outlandish because people have less, I mean, less energy right mm-hmm. now. People are just generally um, stressed out and mm-hmm. scared and, upset yeah with everything you know with the pandemic with politics with all of that stuff uh there's just more going on right now so people's conversations might degenerate a little more quickly Mm -hmm. (laughs) if uh if old triggers start to happen so um you know i think once you have that awareness i mean i feel like i've said that word probably 10 times now because that is like the most important piece of this whole thing. If you, if you just like fly off the handle in rage, uh, you know, there's really no hope for salvaging your, Mm -hmm. your relationships, your, your holiday experience and all that other stuff, because it's going to degenerate really quick. Um, but if you do what you did and like, okay, I need to step out for a second and get some Mm -hmm. air or go for a walk or do some breath work or, you know, whatever you need to do, I'll, I'll run to the store. Do we need anything? You know, something Mm -hmm. like that that all begins with the awareness and of of what's going on and and how you're feeling Mm -hmm. without being in it. And there's so much power in feeling the feelings without judging them, without wanting to change them, but also honoring what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. So you went and did that breath work Mm -hmm. five, 10 minutes, and that was enough Mm -hmm. to, to process all the stuff that was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, So then after you do that, then you can come back and have have fun and, and be yeah. an experienced loving family again. Mm-hmm. And I think just like knowing in that awareness, like how you can come back to your center. So like 
you you probably inevitably will be pulled out of it and be kind of like you know feel like they're affecting you which is which is life but like how can you come back to what you know to be true about kind of you just as like a sovereign being because like you can be so grateful for all of the the lessons and and perspectives of your parents without having to make them yours and like know that it's okay you know if you've grown out of the way they see the world into your own way and just like owning that because I think sometimes I feel you know like I should have kind of kept more of the things that you know they live their lives by or whatever but like knowing that it's okay as long as like you're you kind of trust yourself and you trust like your path because sometimes I think what can be triggering is like when you know you think they want you to be a different way or um yeah so just knowing how you can come back to like okay I, I'm owning me and like everything I'm doing well and sometimes it's not you just knowing that they wish you were different but they actually like tell you and like yeah. into you about it yeah you know so yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not always super peaceful. Hey, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh. It's like, okay, I'm 32 years old. Like, I'm living my life. And well, and I think, I don't know if this <laughs> is true for you. But sometimes what's hard about that, what makes me mad about that is sometimes there's some truth to the thread of sure. what they're saying. And so I'm like, and that you're having to face that. And yeah, I think in terms of like being a mirror, family can be really valuable in that way. Absolutely. Um, you know, and another thought I was having was that not only are you exposing yourself to their old patterns, but you are falling back into your old patterns. Wow. Right. And so, so true. Right. So something that always, it's like a portal. You're like, how did I get back here? Right. And so something that always happens for me, uh, is, I take responsibility for other people's feelings. Oh yeah. Right. Like I take responsibility for other people's stuff. Yeah. And that's like, it's called codependence. We can do a whole thing on that. Yeah. I I get that way sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so, um, what happens, I have to like check myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. I'm feeling really guilty for, you know, not calling my mother or, you know, talking to my dad on the holiday or, or something like that, or, um, not being in Milwaukee where, where my, where my family's from for the holiday. And mm-hmm. then I have to remind myself that it's okay. It's not their like their pain is not mm-hmm. my problem and it's okay for me to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Preach. It's yeah. okay for me to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, especially with family, when I fall into those older patterns, those are particularly difficult to overcome and, and get out of. Uh, yeah. Cause those are the ones that we grew up with, right? Like, mm-hmm. like that's the training that we had from when we were three, mm-hmm. you know, we lived in that for decades. So really, easy yeah. And it's, it's really hard to shift into a new set of boundaries when like the other ways have been so ingrained. Um, but I think in some ways that's where you learn, it's like your groundwork for, for boundaries in your life of like learning to have it with family systems and then 
and then you can translate that into you know all your relationships so right like what like what if last week at thanksgiving you felt like you weren't allowed to leave the situation temporarily mm -hmm. to go do that breath work mm -hmm. right that's that's kind of one of those situations where it's like mm -hmm. i'm not allowed to so i'm falling back into that mm -hmm. pattern of like i'm not sovereign over my own decisions mm -hmm. right but i think i mean obviously um what you did was awesome mm -hmm. and i think that the reason that that was able to come around was that your priority your number one priority was your own mental and emotional health in the situation mm. right and so all that we can control in any situation yes. but particularly around our families during the holidays when all of our our old patterns our foundational patterns are showing all that we can control is ourselves mm. yeah and, and, I think, and our own energy yeah and what you were saying earlier like I think I used to have the idea that it was actually like the good thing to do to try and control their emotions and keep right. them like in or like do that at the expense of me over controlling mine, like to control theirs and be like, okay, how can we like diffuse this or whatever? But that's kind of just like put that's neglecting yourself totally. out of the situation. Right. And, and, um, you know, one thing that I've learned in my life is that the only thing, as I said, the only thing that we're responsible for is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the number mm -hmm. one priority has to be mm -hmm. our own mental and emotional health. Mm -hmm. uh, because without that, we don't really have anything. So break down for a second, because like that is easy to say, but for me, it's really hard when it's someone that I care about what what is a way like in a situation where you know you it's so hard not to almost like put that person fix somebody or or just like put them and their needs before yours because you just it's like okay so my strategy yeah is when someone comes to me with a problem where i know that they are having a an issue yeah whether this is my brother my parents my relationship, my friends, even with my, my, my patients here at, at our, uh, in our chiropractic office. Yeah. How can I support you? Mm. Right. How can I support you? Because that's not saying, you know, what do I need to do to make you better? Mm. It's, it's giving them the authority and over their own situation mm. and saying, how can I support you? Meaning this is your journey. This is your responsibility mm -hmm. and I'm here to help. I'm not going to fix it for you. I'm not going to do it for you. And it's, it, it reminds me when I say that, mm -hmm. you know, cause I, I, I feel those things too. Like I want to fix things for people. I want to save them. Like yeah. I want to yeah. correct them. Like I'm a yeah. Virgo, so that's totally who I am. But, um, I want to be that person who fixes things. Okay, so I'm trying to like and flip so, your response. And so <laughs> instead of saying like, oh, here's how you fix the situation. Mm -hmm. And then I take it on myself or like, okay. let me do, you know, yeah. let me get you this. Let me do that. Let yeah. me whatever, fix it for you. However mm -hmm. that looks, you say, how can I support you? And that immediately puts up the boundary and says, mm. it's not my responsibility, but I am here to help. Mm. Does that make sense? 
That's really good. But I was thinking of when you're the person coming to you. Do, do you see yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, so, so when you're but the no, one that helps a lot. Sure, yeah. But so when you're the one who has the has an issue. Yeah. Um it, well, you kind of have to remember that like your emotions, your experience is your problem. Yeah. Not your mom's, not your dad's, not yeah. your siblings, so not true. your yeah. boyfriend or girlfriend's, mm -hmm. but it is your responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's your problem, your feelings about something. Mm -hmm. Somebody like takes a baseball bat to your car. It happened. Right. And it, my response is my problem. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go like call 911 or like get the guy ar arrested or whatever, but like, you know, no, that's a good example. But, but like, cause and like, I mean, you, you have, in my opinion, yell at the guy, mm -hmm. say, dude, you're paying for this. Like you're going to jail or you're whatever. Like I'm calling mm -hmm. the police, but realize that your response is your responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so all of these strategies make you responsible, meaning mm -hmm. able to respond, not react. Yes. Because exactly. reacting, some people would go out and like start a fight with the guy mm -hmm. and like, you know, fist fight, get themselves in a big, potentially big problem. Yeah. Because they, they reacted. Yeah. Right. But being able to respond. Right. So you, you you take responsibility for how you're feeling yeah you scream into a pillow or like do some breath work like you did and i'm not saying somebody's breaking your car with a baseball bat but yeah. like and then so you sit down and meditate for a minute or whatever like mm -hmm. i don't think that that's reasonable and appropriate but no. <laughs> <laughs> hold on one second i'm gonna go and like do some breath work i'm yeah, gonna come right back <laughs> that, that wouldn't work too well yeah but, well and i just to go back to that story i didn't just like breathe peacefully like i i cried a lot sure it was a lot you felt the emotion it was it was not like a you know breathing by the beach like just sure you know like but that's not that's the point yeah no i'm just saying that like it wasn't devoid of the feeling like of the, yeah and that's exactly the point yeah like you felt those emotions you got yeah. them out <laughs> you you yeah. respond Respected them, you honored them by feeling them, and then you were able to think and act rationally again, not controlled by your emotions, and went and enjoyed the rest of the uh, holiday experience. Mm -hmm. So, if you're the one who has the problem, remember that it's your problem and it's not okay to dump it on someone else. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, Claire, I would not go to you and say, I need you to fix me because. Mm -hmm. I'm angry about such and such. Yeah. Right. And then your correct we'll response that, <laughs> oh, all the time. Or they say, you did this to me. Right. Mm -hmm. You're the problem. Mm. Oof, man, that gives me tingles just thinking about it. Like someone accusing you, like you did this to me. It's your fault. But like, that's a very important step of the process. Yeah. Right. But that's not actually true. And again, like the reversal, if let's say someone came to you and they were like, you did this to me. And then you have this story that like, it's your fault. Also remembering that their emotions are their problem. Then you're like, oh, okay, this isn't 
So then you say, right, like we're I'm really right. sorry that you feel that way. I, yeah. It wasn't my intention. I mean, I hope it wasn't your intention mm -hmm. to, to hurt you or yeah. to make you feel this way. Mm -hmm. How can I support you? Mm. Good stuff. <laughs> right. So, so that's taking, setting that boundary mm -hmm. and saying, I respect and honor that you are feeling this way. Mm -hmm. And I'm not taking it on. Mm -hmm. However, I'm here as a friend, as a support, as, and I, I care about you. What can I, what can I do to help? Mm -hmm. But this is your journey because those are your feelings and they are not my responsibility. Mm. Imagine if that's how like all <laughs> humans operated. Oh, the world would be a very different place. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and all these things are coming up as a way when you go home with your family and you're experiencing all that stuff and, and everything else. Remember, like these are the, the, the deep core issues mm -hmm. at like the core of your psychology. Mm -hmm. And so this is an opportunity, right? Yes. I know it doesn't feel like it when you're in it, but it's an opportunity for you to gain more awareness of what's, of what's going on, like in the basement of your mind. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Guys, I hope that that helps. Thank you guys so much for joining again. Um, and we will talk to you guys next time. All right. Thanks for listening.